Apologies for the various sounds that are going to be behind me as I make this year in the next few weeks as I'm recording this on holiday <clears throat> and have to find a place running away from uh, the six kids. <laughs> so now I'm sitting in the basement in the car. So, yesterday we started talking about the idea of evil. And the Tanya now presents a fundamental, fascinating idea, and that is what he calls gray area and black and white. So let's first talk about the black and white. White is mitzvahs, what Hashem wants. Black is what he doesn't want. He doesn't want us to hold grudges. He doesn't want us to break Yom Kippur, whatever it is, you know. The, the, the 248 positive mitzvahs, white. 365 negative mitzvahs, black. Doesn't mean that if we do them, we're black. It just means that something Hashem doesn't want is not from a holy space, it's from a non-holy space. But then there's potential. For example, comedy. Is comedy kosher or non-kosher? Depends. It doesn't start off kosher or non-kosher. Depends why I'm doing it. So for example, he brings an example that Rava, before he would teach his students in the times of the Talmud, he would crack a joke. The rabbis would laugh and then they would be able to enjoy, their minds were open, they were able to get into the learning. Or eating a nice piece of meat, or drinking quality wine, is there something fundamentally wrong? I'm talking about kosher wine. If it's not kosher wine, then again, it has the same issue. But kosher wine, is there something fundamentally wrong? Not at all. But what do I use it for? If I use it for to open myself, to be comfortable, to be in a good space, to be in a good zone, then great. If I go on holiday, is it good or bad? It's neither. It depends what I do with it. So when something is gray, it's only gray until I do something with it. If I do the positive, I turn it into white. If not, I turn it into black. So that's what he calls klipas neiga. It's an intermediary level between holiness and evil. It's an interesting word. I'm actually going to explain it. Even though we usually don't explain the Hebrew words, it's an interesting, fascinating idea. In general, when he refers to the dark side, the evil, he either uses the term sitra achra, the other side, or he calls it klipa. Klipa means a shell. Just like a shell covers over a nut or a fruit, so too the shell covers over the godliness within it. Because as we said, everything has godliness, even something that's wrong. But something that's evil has such a thick shell on it that you cannot break it. It's a coconut shell. Unless you really slam it. You cannot break this shell. This covering. And whatever is wrong in Hashem's eyes is considered Kabbalistically from the three shells. Shalosh, Klippos, Atmeos, the three impure levels of impurity. Each level worse than the other. There's certain things that you know, all, we're talking about things that, again, are prohibited and are black and white in God's eyes, but even in that, there's various levels of evil. There's no question that, you know, doing a small sin versus murder is different levels of impurity. But then there is klipas noga, which means it's a shell, but noga also has a flame. Noga means it's a, it's a hovering flame. And that is the gray area. The gray area is called Klippas Neuga because, yes, it has a shell, but it also has a very easy way to break through the shell. It's a very soft shell. It's, you know, using an analogy, it's a notchy or an orange shell cover. 
So it's easy to remove as long as you do it with the correct intention. And that's really what the goal of each and every one of us is. Because most of the day we don't deal with black and white. We deal with gray matter. I'm going to the shops now. Is going to the shops good or not good? Well, it depends. If I overspend, which is my tendency, then it's not good. <laughs> if, um, if I buy something that I need for good use and I use it for good use, then I've then taken this gray area and elevated it and it's no longer gray, it's white. So really the, the chapter that we're going to be exploring, chapter 7, which we just started and we're going to explore this lesson and the following two lessons, is really to unpack what is Klippas Neuga versus um, the black and white. What is Shalosh Klippas Atmeis, the three um, thick shells, and what is in their category. And let me just make a caveat. You know, I'm going to say the Tanya the way it is, for some people, they might sit there saying, gosh, that's harsh. It's not harsh. He's just giving a worldview. How personally we take it in our lives. In other words, how defensive we get about ideas. That's that that's our own prerogative. He's going to talk about secular knowledge. He's going to talk about seminal omissions. He's going to talk about certain things that might, you know, oh gosh, no, really. But as I always say, when it comes to learning, come with an open mind and then decide if you agree or not but if the moment i hear an idea which attacks the way i live i get defensive then i'll never be open to a good ideas so i encourage you put your defenses down and let the ideas talk for themselves